0: Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, Executive Director at EdSource. As college students begin to return to campus after a year like no other, campus life no doubt will look and feel different. The pandemic forced many colleges to send students home and shift classes online. As the new fall semester begins, colleges now have more experience handling coronavirus concerns and balancing student expectations. Most are hoping for a return to the traditional college experience with a few key changes. Some classes may remain online, while other classes on campus might shift back as the number of COVID cases continue to surge. At California's four-year public university systems, students, faculty, and staff who will be on campus must be vaccinated or undergo regular COVID testing. But here's what won't change for the freshman class of 2025, the continued push to get students to graduate. 10 years ago, the California State University System set a goal to significantly increase the graduation rates for first-time students by 2025. The initiative has shown progress, but more work is needed. How will students adapt amid a pandemic? And how will graduation goals be affected? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stabley. The freshman class of 2025
1: is like no other before it. They missed out on a lot of high school experiences with their last year and a half all online. Now they're starting college and hoping to make up for lost time socially and academically.
2: I was thinking like big classrooms, you know, lots of talking with new people from like different places. But like the pandemic happened, it's just gonna be more me staying at home.
1: This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, the class of 2025 begins college mid-pandemic. Ashley A. Smith is one of EdSource's higher education reporters. Ashley, I know you've been talking with college freshmen starting their first year of college this fall during the pandemic. And what are you hearing from them? What did you
3: find out? So... College freshmen and college students just in general are really going back to campus this year in a completely different situation. For starters, if they're going to be on campus, they have to be vaccinated. Um, The California State University and University of California systems uh, essentially said that you have to have a COVID-19 vaccine if you plan to live on campus or if you plan to attend classes. Um, So that's gonna be different. Another change is that if you're in the Cal State system, probably about half of your classes will be mostly online. So there's a chance that you could be looking at another year completely online. So, you know, it's just completely uncharted territory for them. Um for example, Stanislaus State just a couple of weeks ago decided uh, to delay their in-person learning because of an increase in COVID-19 infection. So students are realizing it and they know that they have to be really flexible this fall. I spoke with an 18-year-old freshman going to Cal State Northridge this fall, Adrian Mugia. You know, he spent his senior year in high school, essentially in online classes, just everything remote. And for the most part, that's going to be true this year for him. But he was still excited to just be, you know, like most 18-year-olds going to college for the first time.
4: I'm excited that I'm I'm going to college. First of all, it's just a huge, like, honor to go, but I'm kind of nervous at the same time because, like, it's such a huge step. So far, I would describe this as senior year part two in terms of online education and, you know, hearing all the things about, you know, freshman year, it's so exciting, you know, you're finally going to college, you're going to meet new people, but yet now with the pandemic, it's kind of like, no, just no for now, just no. So I'm kind of like, it's sad because like, you know, I can't meet new people. And also the fact that it's more like, you know what, how long am I going to be educated online for? How long will it last?
1: I can't even really imagine what it's like for... These freshmen starting college mid pandemic, mid Delta variant surge. You said that the Cal states are having about fifty percent of their classes online. Is that true in other universities too, in other colleges?
3: So it's slightly different picture in the UC system. Um, They're aiming for mostly in person classes with exceptions. So, for example, at UC Berkeley, um, most classes will be in person. But if you are in a for example, like a 200-student a lecture hall, that's going to be online. So that's where the exceptions are in the UC system.
1: And for those students who are going to have a lot of their classes online, it's really different than what they were expecting, right?
3: Well, if you were a student... In a high school last year that was mostly uh online or, or remote, it's probably going to be a very similar situation, just magnified because now you're in a college course where there could be 200 students online.
1: So what you're describing sounds really different than what we're used to. Like normally freshmen are coming into college. They are like trying to find where their classes are going to be on campus. They're meeting their roommates in the dorms they're not necessarily thinking about, you know, not getting the plague.
3: So I spoke with Isabella Garay, who's a freshman from Roland Heights, which is in the LA area, and she's studying psychology at Cal Poly Pomona. And she'll actually be attending most of her classes in person, which um, is very different from her experience in high school. But college is still not quite the way that she pictured it would be for one she is going to be living at home um, with her mother who who lives about 30 minutes from campus and a a lot of the the experience that um, those of us who've been to college and graduated before are used to sort of like again those large lecture hall experiences those won't be there for her
2: well when I was like saying like a freshman like I didn't really know what college I wanted to go to yet but like I was thinking like when I do go to college like would I'm like th- thinking like big classrooms you know lots of talking with new people from like different places and like but since the pandemic happened um it's just gonna be more of me staying at home and like the teachers probably aren't gonna like memorize my face because it's just gonna be like um online so like they're just gonna see me through that little screen and there's gonna be so many kids and so many people. So like, I don't think like I'm gonna get that much of a connection with my teachers either. And then like, I can't really speak to other students as much online. So that's like what I wasn't expecting
3: and i I know we're in the middle of a a pandemic and there's a delta variant and and um we're we're still in this situation, but are you hopeful that there will be some level of normalcy um, maybe if not in your freshman year at at some point um over the next uh maybe two or three years? I'm hoping so like maybe by like next
2: year or the year after I just don't want to be stuck in, like, this pandemic mode all throughout, like, my four years. Like, I just want to, like, eventually, like, things start getting better, you know, and then, like, we can eventually go back to school, like,
3: completely, like, in person. Even though she's worried about classes being online and about the Delta variant, she's still hopeful.
2: I'm looking most forward to, like, the independence of being, like, a college student. I feel like you're, like, treated more as an like, adult because like high school and college is so different, you know? That's what I'm most excited for, to like grow up, mostly.
1: <laughs> You're listening to Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm talking this week with Ashley A. Smith, an EdSource reporter who covers higher education. This year's class is also the class of 2025 if they graduate in 4 years. Tell me why why that's important. Why is the 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 2025 number important?
3: So, it's especially important to the Cal State system because back in 2015, they created this 10-year plan to increase graduation rates and close racial and income um, equity gaps for first-year freshmen and transfer students. And so at the time when this initiative came out, the Obama administration and a number of different states has set all of these college attainment goals. Um, unfortunately, we didn't meet the goal that President Obama said, but there are still all of these various goals that are out there to basically increase the number of adults who have a college degree. So California did not set a statewide college goal. Instead, we saw individual higher education systems, the UC, the community colleges, and CSU create their own goals. And so UC, for example, has this 2030 plan to produce 1.2 million graduates, and Cal State created Graduation Initiative 2025. What
1: is Graduation Initiative 2025? Can you explain what it is and
3: how far they've made progress, if they've made any progress? Yeah, so if we think back to 2015, the four-year graduation rate for freshmen was an abysmal uh, 19%. And so they set a goal that by 2025, they would have 40% graduation rate. Um, the 6-year rate in 2015 was 57% and they set a goal that in 2025 it would be 70%. And so they made all of these different changes um, across the campuses to basically improve the student experience to help students when they are struggling or where they're facing challenges, either academically or even socially. For example, if there's mental health issues, they've invested um, a lot more resources into mental health counseling on campuses as a way to improve um, the overall graduation rates.
1: So I have to ask you, those percentages sound really low. It sounds to me like less than a fifth of students were graduating in four years in 2015. And even 40% doesn't really sound that high. Is this a big deal, even though the goals are still kind of low?
3: Well, the goals are in a lot of ways on par with a lot of the goals that other colleges and universities have set for increasing um, graduation rates. And To be clear, Cal State has not come close yet to to reaching these goals, but uh, they're still working on it. They're still working on it. So last year, the four-year rate hit 31 percent and the six-year rate hit 62 percent. And actually, it's been 62 percent for the last two years. So right now, they've sort of stabilized on that six-year percentage rate for first-year freshmen. Um, so they do have a lot of work to do to even reach the goals that they set back in 2015.
1: What, what does this initiative look like on campus? What does it mean for the students that we just heard from Adrian and Isabella? How are they going to experience this, this graduation initiative on campus?
3: You know, if you're a student uh, attending a Cal State today, not just if you're in the freshman class, but sophomores and juniors and seniors, um, they've been experiencing all of the changes that Cal State started to implement back in 2015. So for example, there's no more remedial courses um, with no credit. Um, I spoke with James Minor, who's the assistant vice chancellor and senior strategist for the Cal State system. And he said that a lot of times students would enter these remedial courses, they wouldn't earn any credit, and it could become disencouraging to students. Um, It could force them to drop out. And so that's completely changed now.
5: And I don't have to tell you that, you know, the students most frequently assigned to developmental education courses were students of color, first-generation students, uh, and Pell eligible students, right, which is our proxy for, for household income, poorer students. So that was a major change and in one year. We saw dramatic gains in terms of students actually being placed in college uh, credit courses, earning college credit um, from one year to the next.
3: Minor also said there's just more support on campus to help students before their grades plummet and not after they fail.
5: For most of our students, if you arrived on college campuses prior to this initiative and you were struggling, and let's say you failed three of your courses in your first semester, in your first year, we didn't know that until after it happened, right? We go, gee, uh, you know, Ashley failed two courses and she's really, you know, struggling in some of the others. Today, I think we're able to assess upon arrival who's most likely to struggle where and when based on what we know about previous cohorts. So on the one hand, we're able to provide some more intensive support for for students who may struggle. And then on the other hand, we're able to intervene before the end of the term to provide students extra support if they need it, to get them resources, um, to get them additional counseling or advising if they need it before they experience a negative event that may impact their uh, educational trajectory.
1: Ashley, what about courses that have high failure rates? I know Larry Gordon wrote about this this week. What can you tell us about that?
3: Yeah, so this is really interesting because um, the Cal State system is putting a lot of attention on um, classes that for years have shown Um, failure or withdrawal rates. And so usually that's an indication that there's either ineffective teaching going on, or students are just feeling really overwhelmed or unprepared, or there's some underlying issue um, that's forcing them um, to fail these classes. And, And the problem is when they fail these courses, that can lead to them either uh, dropping majors or changing majors, which it just makes the um, path to graduation even longer, or they just drop out of college altogether. And so CSU is examining those classes um, that have high failure withdrawal rates and redesigning the courses. Um, And so they're they're offering more tutoring. They're offering instructors more professional development and training as ways to overall improve these classes and, and hopefully improve completion rates so that students aren't failing these classes as much as they were.
1: So here we are in the middle of the 2025 graduation initiative and we have a pandemic raging. So how
3: is the coronavirus pandemic affecting the initiative? So that is the million dollar question. Uh, because we don't really know the full effects of the pandemic on um, on graduation just yet. I mean, we can look at what happened uh, last year when students were graduating just as the pandemic was ramping up um, last spring, but CSU saw some really incredible increases in graduation rates. I, I mean, the numbers increased for the class of 2020, despite being forced to complete their classes online. Um will that hold true for um, the class of 2021? We won't know. Uh, the graduation numbers uh, won't drop uh, for another couple of months. Um, that should give us a picture of how a year of remote learning affected students. Um, but honestly, the situation is really more fascinating to look at when you look at the class of 2025 because, Um, I I talked with James Minor about this class in particular, and he mentioned that they're unique because not only what they went through in high school, um, never in modern history has there been another class that had a year and a half of social distancing, but there were significant changes made specifically to admissions um, for high school students coming in. So it's just a very unique class to examine um, over the next four years.
5: Some of them uh, may have really struggled in virtual learning environments in their last year and a half of high school. Some of them would have performed better than they would have in in an actual school building. Some of them experienced financial hardships. Some of them didn't. Um, The other interesting element about this academic year is that Um, We probably know less than we typically would about who they are academically. Uh, We won't have SAT scores. Most California high school students would have taken the Smarter Balanced assessment in the 11th grade. That didn't happen for lots of California high school students. And the grades that we rely on are probably less reliable than they have been in years past, meaning that the, the learning environments across the K-12 system have just been varied. So you put all of that in the bag and, and uh, you mix it together and then uh, who they are socially, I think will also be different uh, than it has been in years past. So I think the, the lesson for us in all of this is to try to learn as much as we can as quickly as we can and to be prepared to respond and and to adjust as we need to.
1: What was the biggest takeaway for you, Ashley, from
3: talking to these students and talking with James Minor from CSU? So no one could have predicted, obviously, where we are right now with this pandemic. But I think it's interesting that in a lot of ways, the changes that Cal State made or started to make in 2015 you know, I, I hope that those changes really prepared them for what um, this freshman class and, and honestly what every college student um, starting classes this month and next month um, will experience and go through. I mean, it's better to have additional support and help and counseling in place before a student needs it. But, you know, again, this is such uncharted territory that. It'll be interesting not just to look in four years, but even next year to see just what happened to college students this year because of the pandemic. Maybe we'll get lucky and it won't have as large of an effect as we all think in four years or or maybe it will. We won't know until then. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks, Adi.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools a production of EdSource. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks this week to Adrian Mugia, Isabella Garay, Ashley A. Smith, and our director, Anne Basquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the Stufsky Foundation and Lumina Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join me next week.